Hello everyone, this is John with Catholic for Rednecks. Thank you for dropping by the podcast, YouTube. You know something that finally dawned on, on me a couple of, I guess it's about, maybe two years ago, maybe a year ago. Maybe it's two years ago. I'm getting old, losing track of time. But I finally learned after a few boo-boos to stop jumping the gun on the Pope. What, what do I mean by that? That means you see something on the news. It's on Fox. It's on NBC. It's on Church Militant. It's on your timeline. is blowing up. The Pope Francis said or did something. And there's outrage. And all your Protestant friends... They start blowing your phone up and texting you and all, and it sounds bad. It looks bad. And you're like, oh, man, maybe the tinfoil people are right. Maybe Taylor Marshall is right. Maybe the Protestants are right. And it just looks bad. And I used to fall for it frequently. I did. I would... Here's something that Francis said. I would read something that he said, like the Pachamama, the whole Pachamama thing on the thing where he was being interviewed and said something. It sounded like he said that there should be a blessing or a civil union between same sex on this thing now with the priest that's been removed, they say, for... um blasphemous text. Um, there's always something. Oh, who am I to forgive? Just on and on and on. The list is a mile long. And I have realized from experience that I used to jump the gun and go off and get mad and lose my temper and start posting stuff all over Facebook and YouTube and and used to bad on Instagram and Facebook. I'd put up, I need to go back through my Instagram because I used to hate on the Pope, but I'd put a bunch of stuff on there and all my traditional Catholic buddies would back me up. And, and then it would always happen after the dust settled, after the uproar died down a little bit, you start finding out some more information, some facts. You start hearing some stuff. And all more information would come out. And then, once again, I would realize that most of what I originally reacted to was a reaction to a bunch of mess that didn't really happen in the way the media presented it. Now, what I found really strange about my traditional Catholic friends, and um, I consider myself traditional. I know a lot of people think that I'm a modernist or liberal or whatever. I'm a traditional Catholic. Um, I believe in the Catholic Church. But I've noticed that 
when the media reports something bad, negative about Donald Trump, my traditional Catholic friends say it's fake news, it's fake news, it's fake news. When that exact same media reports something that Pope Francis said or did, they want to hang it. They want to just, they go off. They go off. They start calling Pope Francis by his first name, his given name that starts with a B. They start hating on him. Here comes the memes. I stand with so-and-so. I stand with Bishop so-and-so. I stand and all this stuff. Now, that's called being a Protestant. See, I finally had to realize that part of the reason why we have the Protestant church is because Catholics started protesting and going off and being mad and going their own way. And that's what Luther did. He protested. And there's nothing new. There's a bunch of people now that say they're Catholic, but are they really Catholic? Because they don't believe what Jesus said in Matthew 16 about the gates of hell not prevailing. Um, I got an argument, sort of an argument, with the founder of Catholic Answers a week or so ago, and it could have been a complete misunderstanding between us both because what happened, I turned on social media and there was a thread, something. They were bashing the Pope again. And it wasn't Taylor Marshall, it was Catholic Answers. And I don't know why, but the conversation pops up in my news feed. I wasn't a part of the conversation, but they were they were talking about the gist of it was you know, how bad and rotten and liberal that the Pope is. He's hell-bent on destroying the Catholic faith and please, dear God in heaven, give us a new Pope, a good Pope, conservative Pope. And I was thinking, and I've said that myself, prayed that myself in the past. And then I run across this podcast. You know, I'm big on podcasts. And I don't want to mention the podcast publicly, but I found a podcast that deep dives on the history of every single Pope from Peter to Francis. And some of the episodes are like five minutes long because there's just not much that you can find. Some of them are like two hours long. And I listened to a whole bunch of them to I quit listening. But they were analyze each pope like from five directions and then they would grade them on those five things. And I never knew we had had so many horrible, horrible, blasphemous popes before. I mean, I, I don't even know if they were Catholic. I don't even know if they were believers. They did everything wrong, and yet, for some reason, they were the Pope, and I'm thinking, man, I just, I, I was thinking about all the complaining, 
condemning and crying and moaning. I had done, and a lot of my Catholic friends had done about Francis. And I'm thinking, man, if they would listen to this podcast right here, they might come to appreciate Francis. And so what I just shared with you, I typed a little comment underneath what the dude said and hit enter, went about my business, got a notification later on, went back and checked it. And he went off on me about knowing anything about church history or the popes. And he may not understood me. Maybe I didn't understand him, but I looked and said, like, who, who the hell is this guy? Turns out he was the founder of Catholic Francis. And I was talking to Oral B. Rob from Blue Collar Catholic, and he thinks, because I like screenshot everything, we're texting back and forth, and also I'm a pastor, and Bob thought maybe that the dude was, wasn't getting what I was saying. I don't know. Seems like every time I post on Catholic Answers, I get slapped by somebody. So, um, anyhow, we've had some rotten-ass popes. Rotten-ass popes. We've had popes do all kinds of crazy stuff and believe crazy stuff. And I don't know, outside of God, outside of his keeping power, I don't know how the Catholic Church has survived all the crap she has since Jesus to now. And they didn't have social media, wall-to-wall, Instagram and cameras and recorders and people talking to the media back then. I mean, your average dude in Europe at that time, all he knew was going to Mass. He knew the sacraments. He knew there was a Pope, and that's as far as he went. Your average dude back in 1100 A.D. was not looking at Twitter. He wasn't watching Taylor Marshall. He wasn't reading Catholic News Agency, watching EWTN. He wasn't watching any of that. Had no clue. He wasn't fretting. He wasn't upset. He wasn't mad. He wasn't cursing the Pope. He was plowing his fields. He was protecting his family and hunting and working and going to Mass when the bells rang and go to confession and take the Eucharist sometimes because back then they didn't. They hardly ever took it. And uh, that's how the majority of Catholics that ever lived, lived their lives. But now we got YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. We got everything, Facebook, and everybody's an expert and a theologian. And everybody, it seems like they know everything, but they don't. We have no idea, absolutely no idea, about 95% of the facts most of the time around the case. Uh, I got a true, a true crime Twitter page, and people are speculating over different big cases in the media today, and they're speculating based on information they hear from the lying-ass media. They lie about everything. Catholic media, 
Catholic reporters, political, sports, they lie. They spin. They interpret for you. They get half the facts and they make up the rest. And I tell, tell people on the Twitter page, we don't even know what the police know. The police, the investigators know a lot more than we do. We're speculating on what we've heard from the media. And same thing right here with every time the Pope says something, every time Taylor Marshall says something, every time you see a, something on Facebook, there's this huge explosion, um, especially from the rad trad. You've already judged the Pope. You already act like you know all the details. And a lot of you people, and I don't mean that mean, let me just say it this way. I, let me include myself. Every day, I learned something about the Catholic Church that I did not know before. And if you watch YouTube, which you must because you're watching me, Michael, what's his name? Michael Lofton, Reason and Theology, did YouTube about this mess right now about the priest that got booted. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, no matter how long they've been Catholic and how many veils they wear and how many suits they wear and how many times they take Jesus on their tongue, they don't know anything about how the Catholic Church operates administratively. It's set up very much like a military pattern after the military. There's chain of commands, protocols, and different cardinals and bishops or in just about complete authority of different areas and different priests. And when this dude got whacked, so to speak, there's a certain person over him and other people can't do that supervisor's job for him. So it's more, I hate to use the word, but through political and military with the protocols in the Catholic Church, y'all probably like me think the Pope gets up in the morning, Pope Francis logs on Facebook, watches Taylor Marshall on TV to see how he effed up, um, checks Twitter, checks um, Instagram, reads a few memes, watches CNN. That's what the Pope does. That's what we think he does. Okay, look. The Pope knows a buttload of stuff we don't know about all those people in the, in the news behind the scenes. There's a lot of stuff, I promise you, me and you do not know about. And the Pope and these other bishops and cardinals and people in authority, a lot of times they're making decisions and stuff based on stuff you and I don't have a clue about. We don't know the whole story. Don't know the whole story. All me and you know is what we see on the TV. That's all. I've never sat behind closed doors with the Pope and listened in. No, never. Not one time of you. No. Every time I listen to the Pope, it's a sound bite. And in the old language, he's going, I don't know what he's saying. The only way you can really understand 
Pope Francis is to go to the Vatican site and read his sermons, which were excellent. Am I saying that Pope Francis is perfect? No. But what I am saying is every time there's this big outrage, something he's said or done, everybody I know goes, oh, wow, I'm leaving the church. I'm leaving the church. Francis is antichrist. Oh, man, you're basing every single thing on stuff you see on the live box. I'll see you later.